This is Aaron Levine, LG Insurance, with a different episode of the Ann Insurance Podcast. Tom walked in and said he's in the mood, and he's going to tell us a story about that in a little bit. But Tom Bull, Two River Computer, I don't even know where to start, right? Some people are complaining, oh, my Facebook was hacked. And yes, you get those phone calls. But you do a lot of really cool stuff when it comes to businesses, homes, home automation, um, and I don't even know what else you have going on, but just regular people, right? You help individuals with your computers. That's where the business started 15 years ago. When did you start? Yeah, 16, 16 years ago, like back when we first met, uh, it was kind of all about computers. That's, right. that's all it was. It wasn't all this ancillary stuff going on, or at least not a ton of it. Right. And one of the challenges when you're in the technology business is keeping up with it. And so you can keep up, you know, pick a segment um, mm -hmm. and keep up with that and be an expert and have a niche in that area, which a lot of people who do what I do choose to run their business that way. Right. But I was kind of following what people wanted um, and selfishly or greedily, I would do whatever <laughs> they were willing to pay me to do. Right. So, so I started I learning like a bunch of stuff that I wasn't planning on. Okay. And, you know, that's part of the technology biz is uh, staying on top of what's out there and kind of being nimble enough to, to bob and weave and, and give people what they want, um, but also give them what they need. Right. So when we talk about individuals, like people would bring their computers to your office in Fairhaven, put them in the dumbwaiter that's in the <laughs> building, which is kind of cool, send it up to the second floor and you would fix it. Add more RAM, you know, fix the sticky keys of the keyboard, whatever the heck you're doing with, you know, with with all those computers. But at the same time, you have been helping me for many years as my managed service provider with all of our Internet security, um, VPN, backups. And I don't even know what the heck I've, I've got going on when it comes to the services you you provide us. So let's dive into the business side of it because nobody really cares about the individual computer. Let's talk about the business side of it. And then we're going to get into the home entertainment stuff, which is even cooler stuff to talk about. But we're just going to let that hang out and, and make people listen. So I'm scared shitless of everything going on and having 13 employees actually around the world sounds better than it is. But I have three virtual employees that are in the Philippines. Right. So I have data being sent all over the world at all times. And one, we want to make sure that it's secure. We don't want to lose client information. We don't want to be hacked. We don't want to have a breach. Um, you know, we don't want to have any money stolen either. And we want to make sure that we have our data backed up at the same time, right? So give us a scope of some of the services and the why businesses need to do these things to protect themselves. Yeah, there's, um, if you, Go back to when we started introducing computers into businesses, and it was all about replacing the typewriter uh, first, and then, you know, then it became about data and and sharing data, and then mm -hmm. protecting data, and it, it just kind of evolved. And so, uh, what I feel that all businesses need, regardless of size, although we we kind of tend to target the two to ten user mm -hmm. uh, market, which are largely neglected by people who do what we do. So we kind of focus on the boutique uh, folks. And the idea is that 
we're uh, better at computers than you are, um, <laughs> and and you're better at insurance than we are, right? right? So do what you do best and allow you to focus, and Always. it should become a tool and not not a hindrance. You know, almost like the old days with the phone, you pick it up, it's a dial tone, you push some numbers, and you're speaking to somebody. It right. should be that simple, um, but it's gotten a lot more complicated with things like encryption to make sure that when you're transferring data from here to the Philippines, that no one can intercept it. That's the point of a VPN. Uh, making sure your stuff is safe and secure. Even though you're up in the cloud, um, uh, your stuff is not backed up. Uh, people think that it is. Right. Uh, I'm on OneDrive. I'm on Google Drive. I'm on Dropbox. Your, your stuff is there, but it's not backed up. Well, that's the exact conversation we had two years ago about yeah. backups for my business and I guess my personal stuff. My Google Photos is everything. Sure. Right? That's sure. my kid's growing up sure without that there's no more shoe boxes full of people used to worry about a fire right and the shoe box of photos right. getting burned and being right. sad about it yes. right we don't have the shoe box anymore so we don't care about the fire but we do in other senses but it's the the fire the the internet fire that happens something happens and somebody you know intercepts your password or you know something happens to google where you lose everything i mean that's devastating to well to you know it's it, it these days, it's almost always human error. Right. Um, people click on the wrong email. They go to the wrong website. They do something like that. I mean, we had three cases just this week. Wow. Terrible uh, about people doing, you know, they just weren't paying attention. They're moving too fast. In this business, speed kills. Sure. If, you're, if you don't read and, you know, before you click, you can make a big mistake and create a lot of heartache. But um, what you want, what people want who are storing their data in the cloud is to have a backup in case of human error, a deletion. They rename something, they move something, you can no longer find it. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a calendar entry, an email, or a document, you want to be able to go back more than 30 days, which is all you get with the cloud storage. Right. You want to go back 60, 90, you want to go back a year, or maybe you need to archive. So there's a backup uh, process that needs to happen for anybody who's working in sure. the cloud. Yeah. Sure. And I know we have that backup set up. It's an offsite backup that downloads automatic. I think we need to schedule a test just to make sure it's still working. You know what you do? Is you, you know what you do? Is you delete something. Okay. Delete a calendar entry. Make okay. a calendar entry, delete it, and then right. try and bring it back. Okay. That's a that's a great test. <laughs> yes, it does need to be tested. You're right. right. And you know, the the idea that uh, you're you're solving a couple of issues that, you know, I'm gonna give you a tie into cyber insurance that that you have offsite. Sure. So it's not in your primary location and it's backed up to the cloud and it's backed up with a different account name in case you do get hacked. Right. And we don't like to use the word hack or breach mm -hmm. because if you use those words when you're speaking to a client or a vendor, um, that can come back and haunt you if it ever gets to court. Right. We say incident. <laughs> we don't say we don't say breach or incident. hack. It's an incident. And then uh, you remediate. So you have right. you have everything in place to recover from any mm -hmm. calamity. Right. So you brought up cybersecurity, you know, and cyber liability insurance, which there's multiple facets to the insurance piece. Yeah. And it's gotten harder and harder for businesses to purchase cyber coverage. Um, the applications have gotten longer and they have questions on there that nobody knows how to answer except somebody that really knows what's going on behind the scenes, yeah. what the endpoint security looks like, you know, what the virus scans look like, what the backups are and how things are truly organized. So without a professional in your corner backing you up, 
as a business owner, you're going to have a hard time getting the cyber liability insurance policies to protect you from the first party and the third party claims that can exist, whether it's money stolen, whether it's data that goes missing and gets into the wrong hands and you have a liability issue where you could be sued for, you know, missing data, doctor's offices, HIPAA violation related things. There's a lot that can go wrong. And if you right now, if you don't have the security, you can't get the insurance. It used to be you could just get the insurance. It didn't really matter what it was. But claims have gone absolutely haywire because of data gone missing and money being stolen that it's gotten a lot harder and a lot more expensive to purchase the insurance, which means you need better security on the front end to make sure you never have an issue and to go into the insurance. Yeah, what I see is the evolution of it. Like you said, you could just say, hi, I would like cyber insurance. And they say, sure, let me write that for you. Then it got a little more every year at renewal time. Uh, in the beginning, it was just like, please confirm these things <laughs> that you promised that you were going to do last year, right. confirm these things. And so you go through it and then it started to get a little more involved and then very specific. Mm -hmm. uh, I noticed in the last couple of months with some of our clients and their renewals, I'm getting documents uh, very specific to ransomware. Mm -hmm. So ransomware is when a bad guy gets a hold of your data, encrypts it with a special key, and then holds you hostage mm -hmm. for the key to unlock. So we, they, I believe the insurance companies have decided that they're not going to pay the ransom no matter what. Um, Good to know. Whether it's a 10000 or $10 million ransom, what they want is they want to make sure you have a backup. So if you have a backup prevention, seatbelt, airbag, right? If you if mm -hmm. you say you're going to do these things, then you, you know, we're going to recover. So, right. so they go right to recovery. They're not going to pay the money. Just go to your backup and throw it back on and, and lock the guys out. And that's the, you know, don't pay the hostages, right? right. Don't negotiate with the hostages. Right. We don't negotiate with terrorists. Right. <laughs> or with terrorists. Yes. You should negotiate we'll with take the hostages. Care of the ho we'll take care of the hostages. You know, and at the same time, these insurance companies, they're spending a lot of money on proactive work in cyber, yeah. much more than they do on any other line of insurance. Yeah. There's so many proactive tools that you get when you purchase a policy from a good company to help you make sure you're set up. Um, and they run all the dark web scans and they have monitoring services to help you get ahead of it should a situation arise. So there's tools that are being offered that most business owners, again, have no fucking clue what it does or what it is and don't take the time to set it up. But when you have a two river computer, you know, somebody helping you, they can kind of make sure that all the pieces are put together. Right. I hire the best professionals. I don't record on an iPhone. I don't record these podcasts anywhere else but in the studio at Rec Productions because we want to make sure it's done right. It's professional. The audio looks good. And I can go back to selling insurance products. Although I like being in front of the camera and on the microphone. The camera likes just you as much, too. You know, so that's so <laughs> sweet of you. So business owners, I know we've kind of talked in circles. There's so much more we could talk for an hour on this, but there's a lot of fun stuff that Tom's doing at Two River Computer as he's evolved. Home automation is such a cool, I, I, cool industry. It's just a cool thing, right? Like I love the fact that I live in a nest environment right now. Everything that I do is on Google. I have all my cameras around the home are nest based. My alarm system and other door locks I have on a different system and a different Wi-Fi network in my house. I have them separated a fun on one and the security on the other. 
I hope that's a good thing. Mm. Um, you know, but I use two different networks for that stuff. But the lights, the locks, uh, the TVs, everything is kind of tied together. And there's so much more that you can do. Now, you guys set these things up. We do. We it's I want you to tell me what was the first smart home item you got? It would have been just a Google Home. Or before was, that. You did something before that. Before that. Yeah. Because a Google Home didn't exist before when this came out. The was first a, thing that everybody was it the ring doorbell? The first, well, it could have been. It could have been a ring doorbell okay. or a Nest thermostat. Or a Nest thermostat. That was right. kind of the okay. big that was the entry, right? Got so it. I I gambled on Nest. Okay. And a little disappointed at development over the years. I was expecting more. So I have Nest thermostats. I have, uh, I have Nest uh, smoke detectors and CO mm -hmm. detectors. I have the door lock. I have the, the camera, the doorbell camera. I have the, uh, some outdoor cameras, some indoor cameras. But there's other things like security. Their security component is not great. Right. You know, and there's some other things that are not great. So... What I found is like, I wanted light switches. Is there any Nest light switches? There used to be this whole right. thing works with Nest that sure. went away when Google, you know, kind of gobbled them up. So what I found is that to take best in class things, like names you may or may not know from walking through Home Depot, Leviton for mm -hmm. switches, Lutron for switches, and some other names that you might know, Belkin. And so you end up putting in these best in class things for a very specific I want to turn a lamp on or I want to turn an overhead light on, sure. maybe even control a fan, which is probably one of my favorite ones. I have a smart switch for the fan and Mary Beth goes to bed and the fan is like going like a million miles an hour, right? In July. And so in the middle of the night, I can ask Alexa to turn it down. That's fantastic. I can whisper to Alexa to turn right. it down. So what I found is that putting all these disparate pieces together, these best in class for this, that, and the other, putting right. it all together that the glue was either Alexa or Google Home. Right. So, and you can create your routines to, you know, when I leave the house, do this. When I walk in the house, do that. When I say these words, do the other. So the very first thing I did, this is super fun. So I have a Sonos. You have Sonos in the house, yep. right? So I have Sonos in the house and I've got Nest in the house and I've got Philips light bulbs and Lutron switches and I've got all this crazy stuff and I have Alexa. So... I made this routine that a bunch of things would happen <laughs> when I said I was in the mood. So I'd walk into the house and say, I'm in the mood. Front door locks, all the lights come on to 10% or down to 10% and all the speakers start playing Barry White. <laughs> so at first my wife was, she thought it was cute and then she started getting angry about it. And then I made the mistake of telling some of my friends. So when they come over, they'll go, oh, look at this. It's almost like an old person going and having the light come oh, on. The clapper. Off. The clapper. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the first smart home There you go, device. right? That was totally the first smart home device. <laughs> you think about it. So, so yeah, funny. it's fun because it's got, uh, it's got a wow factor that computer stuff and security and, you know, and, and encryption and all that stuff that you have to have. It's just not very sexy. Right. It's like the pipes and wires in the wall of your brand new house. It's sure. You paid a lot of money for it, but it, it doesn't look good or smell good or, you know, it just uh, does its job. It's like when I had, you know, my my prior home, when I had to get the French drains put in in the crawl space, plus new uh, drainage matting and vapor barriers and $12,000 later in the crawl space, just yep. because there was... <laughs> 
a little bit of water, yeah. you know, anticlimactic. Don't do that. Yeah, exactly. Replacing a roof, not fun. <laughs> not fun. Don't want to do it. I can't admire it and show it off to people. Right. But when you put in a new TV, uh, new sound system, surround sound system, outdoor, we do a lot of outdoor TVs and stuff, and lighting, and and uh, it has that ooh ah right. factor at the end, pretty sexy, and people are just like it's it's a a little more rewarding. <laughs> so a lot of these things are are DIY, right? It's it's very user friendly in my opinion, but there's a lot of little pieces that go into this Lego set, right? It's it's just a giant Lego set. It's a giant puzzle to put together. All the switches that have to be, if you want to, multiple switches to get all the switches done, the, the different Google or uh, Alexa devices throughout the house, the Sonos, the TVs. There's a lot of moving parts it is. to put it together. And yes, you can do it yourself, but like I do with everything else, and we said before, hiring the right people to do it for you makes life better. And they also know how to set up those automation sequences so that you can be in the mood or come home and, you know, screw with your children and make the lights do all sorts of funny things sure. or, or do it from not at home. We could I could take my phone out right now and change Same. my lights and unlock Same. my doors if I have a, a can't a, unlock them. A contractor you can going. lock them. Oh, you could you could just do the one thing, right? Yeah, I can. Could. I can. You can't speak that I, though. I don't think I can speak it, yeah. but through. So I use alarm.com for my alarm system, mm -hmm. and my smoke and co and door locks go through the alarm.com like environment. It. Good. So like I just feel better keeping it separate from the Nest environment. Um, you know, not that I don't trust Simply Safe or the other security systems that are out there. I let a professional do the security system as well sure. to make sure that's all done. They're yeah. licensed, they're trained, windows, doors, all the contacts, glass breaks, everything. And it's a, you know, it's a little discount on your insurance, but at the same time, having the ability for a central station monitoring in my home is going to protect me later on. So that's a great segue into, uh, I'll call it peace of mind things, okay. right? These are lifestyle things, but it's about peace of mind. It's a, that when, when you're, your home automation devices are set up properly. And you know, you mentioned about being DIY where you can get home, you can plug it in and you're like, oh my God, that was so easy, it works. Right. But you forgot to do a bunch of things. You didn't change the default password. You didn't put it on its own Wi-Fi network to keep it separate. Like there's some things that you, you might've missed. Sure. So, and then similarly with you know your business computers, if you're having somebody else look at it, you're backing up your data to the cloud. You're, you're taking some steps that in effect are technology-based peace of mind. I call them good sleeping pills. Okay. If you have these things, it's, you know, it's your ambient for it to just like, so you can go to bed knowing your, your, your house is protected, your business is protected. You know, you've got the right insurance. It's all kind of one big right. snuggly, you know, <laughs> I want to feel good. I want to feel protected. Right. So, it's yeah. all peace of mind for your business, for your home, for, for, for what, for whatever it is. Yeah. It's a good way to, it's a good way to, it's a good way to look at it. Yeah. And it's a good way, you know, so if you need anything for your home, your business, your security, your home automation, hanging TVs, lights, Sonos, sound, I don't know, whatever. It's pretty much everything that touches the internet. I mean, you could go further on. What doesn't Sprinkler touch the internet? Sprinkler systems, the pool heater, <laughs> the, the shades that go up and down. I mean, there's so much of it that ends up that like electricians or architects, the people doing the building of certain right. homes can get it to a point. Right. And then they need to take it 
What yeah, do we have in life that doesn't else. touch the internet? It's the, and that's a big thing, right? right. And your it, wristwatch is so, yeah. connected. To, I have to take mine off, right? I have to take my smartwatch off because if it starts buzzing while I'm sitting here talking, it's oh. a distraction. So I put it on do not disturb and it's on the side so I can pay attention. Like I have to, I can't wear it while I'm sitting here talking. Because you will, right? It's just I'll a knee-jerk reaction. Yeah. Yeah. It might you be know, something important. It's yeah. just a habit. There's yeah. definitely nothing impor- important, although yeah. I'll have nine text messages from my wife right now. Where so are what are you doing? it's so funny <laughs> that, you know, you had asked me about how do you, how do, do we stay up on the technology as it keeps coming out? Right. right. So I spend probably between an hour and two hours a day in different forums and reading things and just consuming media, right. watching things and, you know, whatever about staying on top of it and made a decision probably about five years ago to kind of carve out different divisions of our company where one is we're a repair shop, come bring us your broken stuff. We've got four people that are there handling broken stuff, either remotely over the phone, if it's a software thing, or they bring us- And my office calls them Their often. broken stuff they do. <laughs> I've got a record. And then there's and I've this, got a bill. <laughs> then there's this managed service provider where we're watching your computers for you, making sure they're secure, getting the updates done, getting the backups done, all of that stuff. And then there's the entertainment, uh, try mm-hmm. to coin a new phrase, where we're managing the internet and entertainment like uh, things in homes, where some of the homes were blessed to do work in, in a pretty upscale community. And so some of the homes, I, I, we recently did a project in a 12,000 square foot home. Wow. So the Wi-Fi, imagine the Wi-Fi, and the construction is like crazy good, right? right. So really well done, really high ceilings. And older homes, so not open concept. So that kind of affects how Wi-Fi works. I mean, it was a big, big job. 15, sure. 15 wireless access points on the property. I was about to ask how many. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a lot. And we have a special dashboard to manage it That's and push updates. It's not as, something like that is not DIY and certainly not plug and play. It was a right. big project. But, right. you know, it's all part of, uh, of what's happened in homes. And I saw it probably, I'm going to say 10 years ago. Right where I was like, oh my God, my client's homes are more sophisticated than his business. <laughs> and then it's just gotten worse. Because it's fun. Well, people at work, they, they want to get on the internet, they want to do email, they want to print, they want to share things. Right. That's pretty much it. Right. At home, there's so many things happening. I mean, it's good and bad. It's right. good and bad, but uh, all of it's fun. So I'm, I'm lucky to work in, a, in an industry that's fun. That's great. I can't wait to, I can't wait to hear what's next, Tom Bull. Thanks so much for uh, for joining me. I know there's so much more we could talk about, but uh, we'll have to catch that one on uh, on the flip side. I'll see you soon. Happy to be here. Thanks for asking me. Good to see you. Pleasure.